The KTOY Sunday Show, your weekly forum to discuss the issues in our community. Brought to you by Derek McGarry, State Farm Agent, here to make your life go right. Here are your hosts, Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Good morning, good morning. This is the Sunday show. You're listening in with LaMoya Burks and Philip O'Donnell. It is the second Sunday in May. Happy Mother's Day. We'd like to congratulate our 2021 Kappa Xi Omega chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated uh, Honoree Mothers of the Year, Miss Geraldine Sanders and Ruth Blackwell. Uh, they were selected for the Texarkana, Arkansas and Texarkana, Texas Award of Year. Welcome to this edition of The Sunday Show. KTOY Radio 104.7 produces the Sunday show. We bring it to you live each Sunday morning from 9 until 10 a.m. Now, with our COVID protocols, unfortunately, we cannot take your calls because we have some guests that are on the phone lines. I like to put this disclaimer out there because I don't know what I might say. The views and opinions expressed on the Sunday show are the host only and are not representative of KTOY nor Texarkana Radio. Have to watch Philip. <laughs> <laughs> we missed you last week because we had some minor tech issues issues to resolve um but during the first segment of the prior week we had a very eventful time we welcomed harvest texarkana ceo miss camille wrinkle um she serves harvest texarkana um and leading to serve uh, the distribution centers for 75 agencies churches and food pantries in the nine counties of our area of southwest arkansas and Bowie county um as we know harvest provides five million meals to people experiencing food insecurity which is a 30 percent increase over the 3.5 million meals provided before the pandemic volunteers and donations are welcome and you're welcome to visit uh, for more information at www.hrf.com to learn more and i think that stands for harvest regional foods so that's pretty correct cool. during the second segment week before last we had the literacy council of Bowie and miller mm-hmm. counties we mm-hmm. had miss jenny walker I believe she's a friend of yours she is she is actually the loan paid employee i had no idea and she needs help because she she is the loan paid employee. So anybody who can volunteer or send money, um, they've got great programs. They got an after school youth program they're trying to get off the ground. They do computer literacy. They do financial literacy. And I didn't notice you think literacy council, you think literacy just is relating to being able to read. Oh no. Much more than that. It's and not I, just the GED. Go ahead. And I have to put a plug in. So last night was the literacy council spelling bee. So Texarkana Radio did have a team, but we didn't win. Did not. What? Um did not shout out to Don Parker, Fabian, and Derek Keener. Um, but the reigning winners were at Texarkana College. They got them real smart kids, and, Derek, <laughs> and we got Derek Keener. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I, I, I would love to have been there. Spelling bee. Okay. Oh goodness. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, Miss Miss, and this is just an FYI. But Miss, right. one of the things that Jenny Walker pointed out was that it's mostly people of color that come into the Literacy Council for assistance. Now, right. we're going to pay a few bills. It'll be really quick. And when we come back, LaMoya is going to introduce our panelists for today. Stick with us. The Sunday show will continue with Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. I'd like to ask you a question. Are you paying way too much for your car insurance? Sure, the rate you pay on insurance isn't everything, but State Farm has surprisingly great rates along with first-class customer service you deserve and will receive from our office. This is your local State Farm agent, Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Please visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. 
Are you in business and looking for more customers? Hi, it's Cole Taylor here, president of this radio station. Call me at the Texacana Radio Center and let's talk about how we can build a simple and effective strategy to drive more customers through your door. It might be a lot easier to grow your business than you think. That's what we do. We help businesses grow. Call me today and I'll arrange a no-obligation free discovery session and find out if we can help your business too. Go to looklocalfirst.com and click on advertising. It's going to be a blazing hot summer, so America's Car Mart is collecting box fans to lend a helping hand. With our community fan drive, we'll take $1,000 off your down payment on select vehicles when you bring in a new box fan. All collected fans will be donated to local charities, so you'll get $1,000 off your down payment, and together we're keeping folks cool this summer. From purchase to payoff, we're proud to be keeping you on the road. America's Car Mart. With approved credit. See dealer for details. Example, $599 down, 110 weekly payments of $1078 per $1,000 finance at 16.5% APR. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. Clear Sound Audio and Video is the local company with the big brands and some of the best advice. For a solution to your sound and video needs, indoors, outdoors, or wherever, call the team with the know-how. Clear Sound Audio and Video, corner of Cowhorn Creek and Kennedy Lane. If you're remodeling a bathroom or building a new house and you need a shower door or shower enclosure or maybe custom mirrors are just what you need, Tech Texarkana Glass can help you turn your place into a relaxing oasis. Find them online at TexarkanaGlassCompany.com or on Facebook. When you're craving a real, honest-to-goodness, old-fashioned hamburger with the freshest ingredients and french fries that make a jackrabbit slap a hound dog, head over to 201 East Broad TLC Burgers and Fries. Open Monday through Thursday, 10.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Open till 7, Friday and Saturday. To help your local business community grow, go to LookLocalFirst.com and click on Texarkana. Arcana. Now back to the Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. And we are back for this edition of the Sunday show. And we're going to do what we usually would do on first Sunday. We are joined this morning for coffee talk with our crosstalk panel. We have with us this morning the beautiful Miss Joanne Rice. Good morning, Miss Rice. Good morning. Good morning. And we have with us gentleman, Mr. Mark White. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Well, we are ready, ready, ready to dive into this week's topic. We're going to first start out with something that is a heavy hitter, continues to be. Um, the rally for uh, about voter suppression. So let's talk about this week was an eventful week. We've got the Senate Dems um, agonizing over voter rights strategy. We've got um, and all of this um, in response to signing the restrictive voter bill. Thoughts, uh, Miss Rice, first as an overview. Well, I want to say good morning again and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. And I would also, I think the uh, voter suppression, I, I, we can't talk about it enough. I, I right. guess that's what, in my, in, we cannot talk about it enough. But I don't think uh, everybody understands what's about to happen. Right. Uh, with the uh, limiting of absentee voting, I was reading, looking at some of the bills across the nation, uh, the fact that some states are limiting uh, where you can drop where you can drop off your ballot. Mm-hmm. Uh, some states are making it hard where you actually have to 
have two ID in order to use a, um, an absentee ballot. Um, states don't want, um, I know myself in Texas, I actually got a, um, a information about if I want an absentee ballot that I could send this information back and they would send me a ballot. Um, they don't want people to do that. They want you to request it. For and those- as we all know, the mail is slow. And yes. I want to say that the mail is slow because my daughter sent me a Valentine's Day card mm-hmm. and I got it in March. So oh. now I don't know how <laughs> slow the mail is, but I think February has always been February 14th and not March 14th. But she sent me a Valentine's Day card in plenty of time and I got it in March. Now, if I have to mail back in my absentee ballot, I'd be afraid because yes. they may not get it until January of the next year. So, and so those are things that, that we're thinking about. So just as Ms. Rice was saying, um, do we all understand what is going on? So what we're talking about here is for the People Act, which will create some federally mandated voting rules and require no excuse in in-person early voting. So you do make a good point. The mail system has been slow. I, I, I think that to some degree, whether you're getting what we call junk mail or not, you've kind of noticed a shift or a continuous shifting in, in the mailing system. Now, we know that Texas it has some heat coming its way. And um, the Congressional Black Caucus, um, when we talk about voting rights strategy, um, are trying to devise a way um, of a one-piece legislation that would really have accessibility, security, and fairness in it. And they really have a lot of confidence in the ability to do it. Warnock is heavy in it. And, um, you know, there's a sense of urgency. Mr. Uh, White, insight. Yes. Listen, I, I, what you see now, I remember, let's see, I guess it was the March show we had the same conversation about how it was about to spread after the Georgia um, draconian uh, laws that had passed, where you even in Georgia now, you know, it's illegal to bring water and food to people who are lying <laughs> to vote. And so we saw this was coming. Now, anybody who didn't see it was coming, either you're not paying attention or you've been in a cave for a mighty long time. Right. Of course, it spread out through Iowa, Florida, Texas, Indiana, it's just spreading like wildfire. And what it is, again, it's just the Republican Party is trying to restrict the voting rights of the people because they don't want to see what happened again happen, what happened this past voting, uh, this past election cycle happen again. Because, see, they, they just knew that Georgia was going to be theirs. And then when Georgia get, sent up two Democratic senators, that really scared, scared them to death. So they, they're trying not to do that. They're trying to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Listen, in Texas now, you know, Harris County, which is what? Mm-hmm. Majority black county, majority minority county. They're trying to limit the number of voting boxes on absentee ballots from 11 to 1. They tried that. Before the election, they couldn't get it passed. Now they're trying to make laws to do this. They're doing everything they can. Listen to me again. I've said it once, I'll say it again. They're doing everything they can to to make the United States an apartheid nation, meaning they want a minority rule nation. As you can see, the, the demographics of the United States has changed. It has been changing for the last 20 years. It's going to continue to change. Minorities will be 
the dominant um, demographic in the country. Caucasians do not want that to happen. And I'm not saying all of them do. <laughs> I'm just saying the Republican Party, which represents them, is saying that. So you got these fools out there like Ron Johnson, Roger Taylor Greene, and, and, and that, that, that child molesting Matt Gates down there in Florida, <laughs> all out oh. there and cheering on, cheering on and saying that, hey, you know, they're trying to steal a vote. No. You're trying to stay in rule so you can do the things that you want to do without any recourse. Now, the important thing that people have to do, I'm, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. You're on fire. Go ahead. <laughs> the important thing that people have to do is, one, you're going to have to learn what these new laws are. Now, listen, there are a bunch of litigations going on in courts right now about this, but now, you know, at one time we could say, yes, we could go to the court and there's a possibility. But you have to understand that crook from the great state of Kentucky, Mitch McConnell, loaded up the lower courts, the circuit courts and the district courts with a bunch of idiots from the Republican Party who will vote in favor of what they want. Okay, they had 300 judges put on the courts. So you have to understand the courts are not going to be there for you all the time. So what we're going to have to do, even though there are litigations out there, even though we have to, you know, continue to do that, we're going to have to learn what these new rules mean and how we're going to get ourselves through them and manipulate, manipulate ourselves through them so we'll still be heard as a minority group. Because if we don't, then what they're trying to accomplish will succeed i don't know if it, if it strikes anybody as odd but you know when you look at what the, ca the the capacity is if you if we utilize technology you can do every freaking thing on your phone right it would make perfect sense to not use i mean why would we why is there not a, a i guess I, I don't understand why people why the the the, the citizens aren't demanding that we go with something that just makes perfect sense and get away from. But they're getting worse with not only sticking with antiquated technology, but going, being regressive with it. And it just, I just, I, I mean. Well, and I, I have questions and I'm trying to get a feel for the individual impact in what the voice of the people individually. So we're seeing like businesses come forward and um, and say, no, you know, um, this new group called the Fair Elections, Texas, um, you know, there are letters peeling in from companies like HP, Microsoft, Patagonia is also in on this. So we're seeing the impact as a collective in certain groups infrastructures my question still is when are we the people going to continue to be either or, or be introductory in being in tune and moving because without that you know when we look at business infrastructure alone it's, it's kind of foreseen as being just strictly propaganda you know but what are we saying what are we doing what are we reading what are we understanding is still and 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 i think that's that's a critical problem well not yeah, let's not forget that businesses have employees. And that so, is true. Uh, let's look at that employees are also driving the businesses to say stuff. If, if, if it wasn't for probably employees, the people that they employ, the people that do the work, they may not have said anything. So we don't want to forget that. I think the people 
uh, the more shows like this and the more times that we talk about it, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's doing what it's supposed to do, awaken people to what's happening. And I agree with Mark that people need to be ready to do whatever it is. Should the, um, if the law says that it's going to limit the hours uh, that you can vote, then, hey, be ready for that. Right. Be ready for that. If you're going to limit the days where you can vote early, be ready for that. You know, in Houston, they were being able to vote 24 hours a day uh, so that they could get all the people out. So if you can't do that, then make sure that you know the days that you can vote and make sure that you use the time that you can vote to vote. So yes. now we have to, as the rules change, we have to learn the rules, and we also have to be smarter than the rules. And right. we can do that. We can do that. We can. Uh, and I'm in completely agreement. Knowledge is power here. Mm-hmm. You, you, we have to stop spending all the time you doing frivolous things and start focusing on this stuff here that's important. Because if you don't, then you're going to find yourself in a situation where you're going to open your eyes one day and you're going to want to know how come you can't do certain things. So it's important for us to understand what the laws are saying and understand what it is that we have to do. It's going to require some sacrifice. We're going to have to miss some work in order to vote because that's what they want to do. See, the reason why they're doing these things is because they know minorities can't afford to miss work because they're trying to make ends meet. But we may have to sacrifice because of how important it is to miss work in order to do these things. Right. And, and that brings a, then they win. But that brings another point. Sorry, so when we were talking about businesses and, and businesses have employees. So we need to kind of tap more into um, I have a right to leave work to vote. Those type of things. You know, um, can I get someone or pushing the idea of someone sitting with my class while we're going on my lunch or do I have to go on my lunch? You know, th- those type of things that are usually left by the wayside. You know, um, I also think that, you know, where the current locations and precincts are, do you know where they are? Um, and then paying attention down the road when they do change. Also, because this thing is big in information literacy, where are we reading? So Philip said earlier, the cell phone, you know, when we talk about accessibility, um, where that where we are better able to access these things, we have to know where to get the information that leads us to the issue and leads us to better understand where there's a lack. The last thing they want is for us to actually grasp what's going Mm -hmm. on and Mm -hmm. what the possibilities are Mm -hmm. and everybody be able to participate in a representative democracy. Mm -hmm. That's literally the last thing they want. They don't want an educated populace. They don't want people being able to use their cell phones. You know, Mm -hmm. if you look at the states that have um, the least um, restrictive voting, everybody can vote and they make it easy. It's the whitest states. And, and you can't. So you really can't divorce yourself from this is so racial. You just can't get away from that, because if you look at those states where the, it's easiest to vote and they don't have any of these issues and they don't put up any of these impediments, it's the whitest states. So it's just crazy to me how somebody can make an argument that this is not a race thing that, you know, everyone always accuses of pulling a race card. But it is what it is in this case. And even the transportation is going to become a challenge. So in, in where a city has more, it's more dense where your precincts are, you know, when they start to di- quote unquote disappear in a, on a more rural landscape, hint, hint, um, how are we better able to get people the access to the voting locations? 
You know, and if we sit on it too well, long, well, it's going to be here before we know it. Right. What we need to do, Amore, is that, and we need to get ourselves in the community, get ourselves ready to go. Listen, if you have a car and it's running, grab somebody and take them to a pole. Right. I mean, you got to understand, what, and, and there are others who can attest to this better than I can, because I came in the late 60s, but there are those who come through the 60s. They know the things that they had to do in right. order to overcome to get to the point where the people had to be able to vote. They had to drive each other to the polls. They had to walk each other to the polls. They had to do all these things that required a sacrifice to let these people know that, hey, we're not going to tolerate this. This is the time that you got to start this again. Right. Right. Because, they, listen to me, they are not going to stop. Okay? This is just the beginning. They are afraid of becoming a minority rule, and, and, and they're going to do everything they can to hold on to power. I don't care how old they get. I don't care where they're from. We are going to have to be smarter, step out, and do the things that we know that we can do in order to be able to overcome what we got going on. Again, put down the frivolous things, and let's focus on these things because these things truly affect us. Right. I want to pivot here, um, and, and I want to do it right after Mark spoke. Um, on the last Crosstalk panel that we had in April, um, part of the discussion that came up was about uh, police and things that they did that were uh, harmful to black people. And Mark, you made uh, you made a statement that you felt like eighty five percent of the of the policemen potentially were harmful to our community, and I came right behind you. Now, actually, you said yeah, you said harmful, and I came back by, right behind you, and I kind of disagreed with you. I want to throw this out there, and I want to apologize to you. I didn't want to come across then as being contradictory or just offering a different opinion, you know, or trying to invalidate what you said. But I want to back up off of what I said too, because guess what? I did a little research and I actually talked to a policeman uh -huh. and policemen. It, and, and, and this has to be people that, you know, that they you're not going to put them on blast. So what some of the policemen I talked with, when I asked them particular questions about what was their opinion of their white counterparts and what, what was their opinion of the, the cops that are up to no good and potentially going to be like a Derek Chauvin and kill people. And you would be amazed to say to, that what they told me, no better than 50 percent. And I was like, wow. So. Mm. I had a shade, a jaded opinion, and I, I was just wrong with the opinion I expressed then. Because uh, for whatever reason, I, I gave cops a lot more credit than than, than what cops give cops. So, but let's move to our next topic: um, undeclared war between black males and white policemen. And the question is: Is non-compliance from blacks an issue? I'm gonna go last, and I'm gonna give Mark an, an opportunity to kind of go first. So, okay. Well, when you talk about non-compliance, we got two different things going on here. We have non-compliance because they are criminals, okay? They're breaking the law. And then we have non-compliance when they're following the law and uh, doing what they're supposed to do. Now, if you are a criminal, you are breaking the law. If the police have to use... Uh, uh, some type of restraint or force in order to get you to comply. Listen, I don't think that you should arbitrarily just kill anybody 
But understand, the police got a dangerous job too. And now, don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. I'm mm-hmm. not a, a, a I'm not a, a, a proponent for the police. But what I'm saying is, in the job that they have to do, we have to be mindful of the fact that there's potential that their lives are at risk as well. Right. So if you are a criminal and you committing crimes, then the police, to me, has a right to be able to. Um, do what is necessary to do this. Now, what I have an issue at if you are driving at home and your taillight is busted, all right, it's already difficult for black males and police on their interaction. So if it's in the middle of the night, we're taught to go to a well-lit place so we, there are lights and cameras and people can see us, Okay. The other thing, too, is that when we comply with what the orders are, and yet the police still decide that they want to make us ride the lightning or they want to show us that they are the ones that's in charge, that I have a problem with. I'm not trying to say that the police don't provide a service. Right. They do. They do. But there is a means in which there's a place where you have to separate the two. A person who has a busted taillight who's complying is not a threat to the police. Right. And see, what you find out is that if I go into Walmart and I got a counterfeit 20, which anybody can have because you don't know because you don't print money. Right. And somebody says, hey, you got a counterfeit 20 and three squad cars of cops come out there and say, I'm going to have a problem. Okay, so, yeah, I'm not going to necessarily be cooperative because I'm I'm afraid because you're going to try to harm me because this is what you have instilled in us over a period of time. So, yeah, I'm going to be agitated. Yes, I'm going to be belligerent, even though we're not supposed to be. But understand the situation I'm in. Now, if I'm complying, there is no threat. If I'm complying and saying, yeah, here's the money. Uh, I'm getting down on my knees and, and you putting me in whatever you, you're telling me to do and I'm doing that. That is not necessary for you to, to, to stay on my neck for nine minutes and 28 seconds. And, and even with being compliant, uh, you, there's still the fear factor. And the fear factor goes back to the very humanistic part of us. The human nature, um, you know, fear. I mean, it is what it is in, in just the human nature right. of it. So that still does not equal the opportunity to design a, a terroristic or, you know, this threatening piece for you to impose force on me. You know, um, anyone can be, can have fear. You I know, mean, it's, it's crazy. I, I never had thought about a person who's claustrophobic and the anxiety that, mm-hmm, that creates mm-hmm, when you talk about mm-hmm. fear. I never thought about that. It make, but it, I know people who don't ride in elevators. Yes, yes, <laughs> because yes. they are claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. They'll any, I mean, you know. So it's, it's, I know people that won't drive over a bridge because right. they got this fear of heights and they don't know why, but their anxiety right. kicks in. Right. So I never thought that that would be an issue because that's. I mean, and, Derek Chauvin was a horrible person, but. The well, man got killed in large part because yeah. he was claustrophobic and didn't want to be in that. And he's, and he's so big. But, you know, so it, and I never thought about that as, you know. You have body language. I mean, there's a science aspects to that. You have body language and, you know, something like OCD and, and some people have sensory challenges. And so in a matter of seconds, coupled with how you handle me, <laughs> heightens that, you know. 
Um, and, and those are not things that you're going to submit a form for real quick. Say, right. hey, before you handle me, I must tell you. Like, no, that's not real. It's not going to happen. And, and, and here's the unfortunate part. And, and Ms. Rice, I'm going to get to you about this. It's noncompliance from blacks an issue when, when we're interacting with the police. But you, the expectation should be for the policeman to be the professional. Unfortunately, we, we see too many instances where that's just not the case. There's a discrepancy between the police report and what the video shows, what the body cam shows. Because in the police report, they're going to put a bunch of lies. They're going to put some exaggerations, some distortions. It's only going to justify them and what they did. But when you got citizens who were recording them, which was the case. And, and I mean, imagine if, if, that, if, the, if the young teenage girl wasn't there to record what happened to George Floyd. And everybody said what they saw. The police report would have still stood and nothing would have come from it because the public held held the police accountable so well or are there cases where um when we speak of incident reports are the statements made in a broad scope you know um you can write a one-liner you know just as an overview and you know there's not any questions or when they do surface we can dance around the the black print you know around in the white space Mm. so that that's always a thing too miss rice i don't know do you want to kind of chime in on this topic Oh, yes, because what I really thought about, I'm sure everybody remembers, the police officer uh, who uh, would stop black women and rape them. And, of course, he tells them afterwards that you can't say nothing because nobody's going to believe you. So for black women, it's just as bad. Of course, mm-hmm. we've seen uh, Sandra Bland, who was told to stop smoking in her own car. Right. And uh, we've seen the way black women are treated versus other women. Black women, are, we are always stereotyped uh, that we're the uh, hard person or we're the angry black woman. Uh, we are the, the black woman that, for some reason, we have, um, we have superhuman strength that we didn't even know we had. We are just so powerful and so wonderful that we have to be controlled. Uh, that's the other thing. Black women are not looked at, we're not looked at by other races as mothers, as daughters, as sisters. We're not looked at that way. When people see us as a young lady who had a butter knife and the first thing the police officer did when he got out of the car was shoot her, I can assure you if she had had another uh, color hair, uh, she probably would still be alive. So those are things we are never thought of human being we're even to this day we are not thought of as i said as mothers sisters daughters we're not thought of that wives people when they see us when the police see us they automatically see someone or something that needs to be controlled violently it's not about talking to us uh you've seen the young lady who um, uh, a couple of summers ago, the police officer got on her back at a swimming pool. I mean, good grief. Is that something that you would have done? And why shouldn't we be able to talk? Why shouldn't we be able to respond? So now we have to tell our daughters that whenever you see a police officer coming, the best thing you to do is to keep your mouth shut. Don't roll your eyes. Don't do anything that would be perceived as threatening because here you are, a 100-pound woman soaking wet, and a 250-pound man with a gun, he's going to say you are a threat to him. Those are things that we as women, as black women, 
have to go through. And now our daughters, when we talk about talking to our, our sons, we have to talk to our daughters as well. Mm-hmm. Because now they can't do anything other than when they see a police officer coming, stop, drop. I guess and roll like we tell people to do. But is but is that going to be enough? I mean, even the warning uh, uh, preparation we're giving is that going to be enough? You know, it kind of makes me think about should we give all of our kids that app on their cell phone that automatically records a police interaction? You know, Uh, we should, girls and boys, we really should because we don't uh, not just our kids. Oh, give adults that too. (laughs) Yeah, I agree, Mark. Adults as well. That said, y'all, we probably need to go ahead and get this commercial (laughs) break in. So, uh, listeners, y'all stick with us. The Sunday show will continue with Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. Anyone can claim to be an expert, but the flooring installers at Carter Adams Flooring are proven experts. For top quality flooring at a competitive price, the only name you need to know is Carter Adams Flooring. Stop in 4321 Texas Boulevard for a free estimate. This is Chad Carlisle again with Sounds Good Audio and Video. Wow your friends and neighbors with a new luxury home entertainment package, outdoor audio, or how about a dedicated theater room? Give us a call today for a no-obligation on-site survey, or come by and see me personally at the showroom at 301A Industrial Boulevard there in the Nash Business Park. How would you like to pay 10 to 25% less on your energy bills? That's exactly what you can do with a metal roof. And metal roofs last two to three times longer than shingled roofs. Metal Mart, the right materials for the right price. Take the Leary exit off 30 West next to the airplane. To help your local business community grow, go to looklocalfirst.com and click on... I'd like to ask you a question. Are you paying way too much for your car insurance? Sure, the rate you pay on insurance isn't everything, but State Farm has surprisingly great rates along with first-class customer service you deserve and will receive from our office. This is your local State Farm agent, Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Please visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. Or Volkswagen and Pre-Love Supercenter of Texarkana is the home of the free lifetime powertrain warranty on all new vehicles and most pre-owned with less than 125,000 miles and eight years old or newer. They have the largest pre-loved inventory in Texarkana. New redesigned third row Atlas as low as $390. Use the iPreCheck tool to find out about your buying power and interest rate before you shop. Without any impact to your credit at orvw.com or vw state line texarkana